Hello, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of the Long Podcast Studio Sessions. I'm your host, Dylan Mark Murphy, and if you didn't know that, now you do. The more you know, you'll learn something new every day. That's really exciting. Um, but I would hope you knew that since we're on season three, unless you skipped all the way to back to December, which that's an interesting choice, um, but I respect it. Um, if you're just here for the guests that I have, then I also respect that because me too. Um, I'm joined today with Long Podcast Studio Session veteran that was a lot of words. Um, someone who I just absolutely adore and think that she's one of the funniest and sweetest human beings I've ever interacted with. So I'm so excited to talk about another track three with her. Um, let's go ahead and reintroduce Olivia. Go ahead and tell us your name, your favorite Taylor Swift album, your and how long you've been a Taylor Swift fan. Anything else you want to share? Oh my God. Hi, my name's Olivia. Um, my favorite Taylor Swift album is Lover, and um, I've been a Swifty since like late 2020, around the time that Evermore came out. I'm a little late to the game, but it's okay. I I was there for the re-recordings, and that's what matters. That's the spirit. Even if you popped in in late 2020 with all these re-recordings, you're going to experience it all over again anyway. Oh, exactly. Yeah, so you're fine. You're fine. You've already gone through Fearless and Red, so it's like you've been here since 2008. So. Oh, exactly. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> today we're chatting about back to December, which if you're not familiar, Olivia was here for um, Love Story and Fearless, which is also a track three. So I'm not sure if there's some track three obsession going on here, but I respect it. And I love this song. So I'm really excited to talk about it. It's in my top 10. Um, truly, I think one of her best works. So we're going to get to know a little bit more about Olivia, as well as um, why Back to December is one of her favorite Taylor Swift songs. So let's start there. Why is Back to December one of your favorite T-Swift songs? Um, It was originally my favorite Taylor Swift song. Like, (laughs) it was my favorite, like, number one song. And then Chanted, like, came in its way. We just love Speak Now. (laughs) But I think the lyricism is gorgeous I just love her like musicality in it and everything like that I'm using a lot of music theory words we've been doing music theory a lot um <laughs> and, um oh my god the bridge I just re-listened to it for a little a little bit ago the bridge is absolutely amazing if it wasn't five minutes long I would definitely sing it like for a solo for myself but like it's like just absolutely amazing and I love it so much I love that. I love music theory words too. That's, you're yeah. right. The The instrumentation of this song is just, it's just incredible and so specific. And I truly believe this is one of her most beautiful pieces of work. I would die. I agree. I agree. 100%. Um, mm-hmm. Something that I had mentioned <laughs> with Chloe before, and I want to know if this still stands. <laughs> I think I know what you're going to say. <laughs> um, those of you who aren't familiar with Olivia, um, we, uh, we were in a group chat. We're really good friends um, in a little trio. And um, Olivia at one point told us that Back to December was one of her favorite, her, was, was her favorite song. Um, and that she thought it was a great love song and she wanted it played at her wedding. I'm just curious. Do you still want Back to December <laughs> played at your wedding? I knew you were going to say that. I knew that was going to come up. Oh, my God. No. I <laughs> played at my wedding. Because that's a Chloe, too. I don't want it to be played at my wedding. Are you sure? I feel like it really would fit the theme of a wedding. That's a good love song. It's definitely not a breakup song, because I definitely listened to the lyrics when I first listened to it. <laughs> 
you know what? It's it's okay. I will, I'm I will. so I've been tired this entire time. Like <laughs> I'm like this entire time I've been a Swifty. I've been tired. So. <laughs> the moment you jumped in in late 2020, it's been pure exhaustion since then. It's exhausting to be a Swifty. Let me tell you. <laughs> I love that. You know, I respect it. And I'm, I'm, I was going to have Taylor Swift. I was going to personally contact her and ask her to play back to December at your wedding. But since you don't want it anymore, I understand. No, no, Dylan, it's okay. She can come. She can play back to December. It's okay. She's only coming to play back to December. And then she's leaving. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Even <laughs> if, if I get married to my boyfriend, he doesn't like Taylor Swift, but that's okay. He'll deal with it. <laughs> I would hope so. Um, that's perfect. That was one thing I really wanted to mention. So I'm glad that we're on the, the right track now, um, but I respect it. Um, <laughs> going back to um, the album itself, I'm curious, do you think that this song makes sense on this album in general? And does it have to make sense? No, I feel like just for the time frame itself, it makes sense. Like in her life, it makes sense. Because I'm trying to think it would, I don't think it would fit on Red because I feel like Red is so angsty Mm. that like it doesn't fit because it's so beautiful. And I feel like all the tracks on Speak Now are just beautiful and really emotional because like we got Dear John, we got um, the other song, uh, Last Kiss, sorry. (laughs) I'm scrolling through the the other songs, you know. I feel like it kind of like, builds up like throughout the entire thing I don't know I feel like all of her albums tell a story and then it just goes to long live which is like the ultimate like ender of a song so yeah of an album no perfect I I, I agree 100% I think that back to December is because there's so many songs on speak now that are so specific to speak now like that's this is like the the album that is quite literally all of these all of these songs are about specific moments in her life. And you can tell like Red, lots of those can be like placed into very many different situations in her career or whatnot. Mm -hmm. But songs like Innocent, where it's like explicitly about Kanye West and the VMAs or Back to December, which is very specifically about Taylor Lautner and the Valentine's Day movie. And I think that that you're right. It's it just everything on this album just makes sense because as chaotic as it is, because you've got all these crazy whiplash tracks it's just that's just how the album's supposed to be exactly I agree I love I love Taylor Swift and her chaos um love her (laughs) love her um this one I think is a little more interesting you can tell me if it if uh, your your general thoughts on it um I'm curious do you think the track placement makes sense specifically um there's obviously a little bit of whiplash here between sparks fly which is your cutesy romantic kind of upbeat song then you've got back to december a little bit sad ballad and then you've got speak now which is set in a fantasy world of interrupting a wedding wedding. so true um wedding (laughs) do you think that it makes sense in that sense and does it have to i feel like all the track threes are just like iconic so like in that sense like going off of like just love story alone it really works just like all those songs because i don't because i don't think any of them really have a theme except track five right am i correct on that yeah Uh, yeah so i feel like just i associate track because i think track three is my favorite like out of all of them is like just it's all iconic like songs so i associate that with that and then i feel like track 
the track placement would have been a little I don't know like still keep it like I feel like it would have been really nice to have still have mine as the opener but like transition into some of the sadder songs and then continue on with like the happier songs and then end with long live because long live is just again so perfect for uh and i just think speak now just in a whole is like a perfect album just in its whole very true and i think mine i i mentioned this in the mine episode and since you did love story i'm gonna mention it here but the um the the mine and love story parallels are so like obvious because yeah. they're both that in like a you know like we were both young when I first saw you and you watch the music video of love story and you know that it's like oh it's this real relationship that's happening and then you've got the fantasy world of Romeo and Juliet yeah. and mine yeah. has that same situation with you were in college working part-time waiting tables and then you've got the whole flash forward with like this fantasy that she sees of them and I think that's really interesting you're right mine is a perfect opener um, I yeah. don't know. I don't know if it's a perfect lead single, but it's a perfect opener. Yes, I, I agree with that. That it mirrors love story a lot, really well. So I agree. I agree. Interesting, head full, lots of thought. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you're right. Track three is so iconic. Like lots of the track threes really kind of hold their own. Like you've got what is it? Style and um, mm-hmm. what are the the other ones? You've got lover, which is iconic. Um, oh, that's my fave. The Lover, Last Great American Dynasty. There are so many strong. So many good ones. So Yeah. Makes perfect sense to me. I understand. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this one, I feel like you touched on a little bit when you mentioned its cohesiveness with Red. Do you think this song would work well on any other album? I feel like it just works so perfectly with Speak Now, especially because Speak Now, um, by only her, like, nobody else wrote it with her I feel like it just makes a lot of sense to keep it there because I know she has like her own songs like written that she's that she's only written by herself on other albums but I feel like song just fits really perfectly just with the theme of the album going through like the innocent love and then being innocent and then going through the heartbreak and then actually living your life as like a teenager young adult I really like that part I'm trying to think if like it would fit on fearless or red and I don't think it would I feel like it's just like it's pretty perfect for speak now in itself 100% we kind of touched that with like the it just makes so much sense on this album and like you said solo written there are lots of songs that you could pluck from other albums that are solo written but I get that the whole selling point for this album was that she wrote it by herself but I think there's so many specific songs on it that you couldn't move them anywhere like I couldn't I couldn't see yeah. never grow up on any other album except for speak now it just doesn't a hundred percent that just doesn't make sense to me so there are like I feel like maybe the deluxe tracks could move around but it's like most of speak yeah. now should stay on speak now I feel like even the deluxe tracks like again I feel like those are just so I don't know some of them I feel like just like perfect just playing on the album and not even just deluxe tracks I don't know I'm a big fan of uh Superman yeah I don't know that's a really unpopular opinion I really like it so I mean 
I love that for you and I respect it. I don't necessarily agree, but I respect it because I'm a mature person. Listen here. When you mentioned never grow up, I was like, wow, I'm going to college. LOL. That's so silly. <laughs> I'm literally going to be listening to that. All my sw- roommates are Swifties. So we're going to be like crying together in our dorms together. It's going to be so fun. I love that for you. That's great. I mean, crying, yeah. crying, maybe, but maybe a little bit. <laughs> we'll cry to back to December as well. Don't worry. <laughs> oh my God. That's the spirit because that's what we're here to talk about. So bring all your Swifty friends back yes. after you move in. We'll come back to this episode. Yes, absolutely. Um, we'll add them on here. I got you. Don't worry about it. Uh, um, so, what is your favorite part uh, of this song? And that can be any part, can be a lyric or an instrument, the way she says a singular word, anything. What is that? I mentioned it before. The bridge is one of my favorite. Like, Taylor has iconic bridges. Everybody knows this. But the Back to December bridge just hit so hard. Like, uh, I miss your tan skin, your sweet smile. So good to me. So, right. So, like, just the way she, like, sings the entire thing, the lyricism, the musicality of it. Because it's kind of like an orchestra behind her. So I like it a lot because it just feels, it feels, kind of matches, like, like, coming in from, fearless going into like the reality of red that's why I kind of feel like speak now is it's like reality and fantasy mixed into one I feel like back to December perfectly emulates that and the bridge perfectly emulates that as well uh, I agree that's like a perfect a perfect description too because obviously it's like the middle of the two eras both speak now being between fearless and red but like you said I feel like fearless is a lot of fairy tale kind of cutesy mm-hmm. stuff and then you get red which is just pure heartbreak there's like no fairy tale romanticism there and then speak now has a mixture of both of those things with songs like back yeah. to december enchanted and um um what's the other one the a long live and even if this was a movie they're all very like realism <laughs> blends with the fairy tale fantasy life yeah yeah so that's absolutely taylor swift it's like she knows what she's doing crazy oh um, yeah it's like she's been doing this for a long time or something. I don't know. Right. Um, um, my last question in regards to Back to December is what would you rate this song on a scale from one to 13? I'd say like a 12.5 for it being for it being in my top 10, like pretty high. And it used to be my favorite song, even though I thought it was a love song. We're not going to talk about that anymore. Um, I fully love this song and I listen to it more because it's one of those things where you can't listen to songs for too long because then you'll get sick of them mm-hmm. but I need to start listening to it, like just even speak now as a whole more because the whole thing is just like absolutely beautiful it's not like my perfect 13 because it's not my favorite song but like perfect and it encaptivates a lot of emotions that I have felt and it's like Taylor knows how to relate to her audience very well for sure for sure what because you gave this a 12.5 this is my hot seat question is what two or three Taylor Swift songs would you give a 13 so besides from Enchanted I was thinking about this question actually today um was right where you left me oh I like posted something with this song Daylight is like beautiful and I never realized 
Again, I need to start listening to lyrics more because her lyricism just in both of those songs are absolutely beautiful and stunning and amazing. And I love her so much. I just love this. It's giving me, there's a specific clip that I've seen of Drag Race where it's like, I have no idea what she's saying, but I'm living for it. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. That's me right now. That's you. (laughs) At the beginning of my Taylor era. And now I'm like, I should probably re-listen to her entire discography so I can understand what she's saying. That's That's just an idea though. So funny. I just sit down and pull open the the lyric booklet and just (laughs) read through it as she sings. I should probably do that. Whoops. <laughs> or I'll like go to, if, since I don't have all the albums, I'll just go to like Spotify and look at all the lyrics and then I'll have a fun time. And just follow along. It's like a, a, yeah. reading, a reading rainbow book. You can put it on your, your progress Take report. A look. <laughs> a reading rainbow. Yeah. Uh, those are all of my questions regarding back to December and Wow. Speak Now. Is there anything else you would like to say in regards to this song, um, Speak Now or Forever Hold Your Peace? I just, I just love, I love this song and I love Speak Now. Speak Now is my second favorite album because I don't know. I just love love. And what's your third favorite album? Third favorite album? That's so hard. Oh my God. This is so much pressure. Reputation. Never mind. Bobby. Oh, okay. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> Guys, when winter comes around, Reputation is my go-to album. So true. I think it's funny. Like something I've noticed a lot about people who really love Speak Now or have it in their top three albums in general is that they they're either very dramatic, they're going to study Me. English, or they've done theater. <laughs> um. So I actually am all three because I'm going to be an elementary education teacher, but that is subjective to change because I don't know if I want to do that or if I want to teach high school English. So we'll see. That's just, just really, really funny to me because literally every person so far that I have interviewed has done, uh, for Speak Now at least, has done one of those three things. And they're either like an avid reader or they're, they're really into like, fantasy fairy tale kind of thing so it's just it's really interesting to me I love that (laughs) I oh my god that is me I also do theater literally Frenchie in Greece is all of those things (laughs) as well I love that um casting choice was very good those, <laughs> those were all of my questions in regards to that. Um, next, I have a game for us to play. Um, I love games. This is Taylor Swift Rapid Fire. Um, I will give you two Taylor Swift songs and you just tell me which one you like more. Oh, okay. That's easy. I thought you were going to give me like trivia questions. Trivia questions. Um, <laughs> this is not your TikTok. This is not your TikTok. Oh, name every single Taylor Swift song in alphabetical order. Go. Um, <laughs> um, so I'll give you two Taylor Swift songs. Tell me which one you like more, and um, we'll go from there. There's one from each album, um, and then there's only nine albums, so there's one random like off single on there. Round one is style or speak now. Oh, style. Okay, style. <laughs> you were right. No, I, that's what I thought. It was just really just felt really quiet. Um, don't blame me or August. I'm going to say don't blame me, but just specifically because of the part of like, oh, God, save me. My <laughs> that part, like just specifically like the like intro into the ending. It's so good. Take me that to part. church. Heal ourselves. Take me to church. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, uh, paper rings or should have said no. 
Pickering. Ooh. I'm not Yeehaw. Sorry. Okay. I'm not Yeehaw for this. <laughs> Leave the Yeehaws alone. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not Yeehaw. Um, um, this one is You're Not Sorry or Gold Rush? You got me a hoodie with gold rush on it for my birthday. I I know I that. Wear it. So true. Yeah. Um, so gold rush. Last one is illicit affairs or eyes open. Oh my God, this is also really hard. I'm going to say eyes open just because I don't know. I feel like her Hunger Games singles were just so good and like, like they like popped off so much <laughs> like safe and sound is also really good you're right and like I they had no business to pop off that much they definitely serve their purpose and they they do it really well that's that you're right absolutely you're right absolutely um, those are all of my questions in my games is there anything else you would like to share say about taylor swift and life in general um no i don't i don't think so I, I'm like staring at, I didn't realize I like re I got a new emotional support water bottle. So I'm like looking at, I have an Ivy sticker and then I have a no body, no crime sticker <laughs> that like I just put there. So I'm just like looking at those right now and I'm like, wow, I love Taylor. I miss her. Nope. She should announce a new re-recording soon. No body, no crime is on your water bottle, but you're not yeehaw. Okay, listen here. Um, <laughs> I didn't ask for this today. You asked me to be a guest on your podcast. <laughs> You're right. I'm not allowed to Nobody talk. No Crime is like the one exception. Sorry, so true. Um, it's like the <laughs> by Carrie Underwood, you know, like you, everyone can get down exactly. to that. Exactly. Everybody likes that song. I respect it. I understand. Um, well, thank you so much for doing this again. I really appreciate it because obviously. Thank you for having me. I'm always excited to come back. Oh, it's an honor. Here. I'm glad you don't hate me. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> why would I hate you, Dylan? Literally, why? I don't know. The bar's on the floor at this point. So, Dylan, so you are my favorite person. I love that you asked me to do this. I will do it all the time. Actually, we're just going to cut all the rest of the episodes and we're just going to spend the next three hours talking about every Taylor Swift song. Thank God. Okay, I'm down. Let's do it. On to speak now. <laughs> um, let's go. Um, thank you so much for doing this, obviously. And um, thank you so much to everyone who listened this far, because obviously you never have to. So thank you for doing that. I'll be back in two to three days when we chat about speak now, the title track. Um, and I'll, I'll speak to you. I'll speak to you then not now we'll speak then not now um have a good rest of your day night morning evening afternoon whatever it may be stay safe drink water wash your hands and adi oh that was really deep really aggressive (laughs) 